Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVPC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 53 of The Pulse. We are on year two, and today I am sitting down with Pastor Pete to talk about our brand new sermon series. We're going through the book of Philippians, and this is going to be the basis of our spring small group session. So we're really excited about where this is going. Uh, Philippians, Pastor Pete, is a pretty incredible book. It is. uh, the, The theme or the title is A Life of Joy, and from cover to cover, that central theme of joy yeah, uh, is is throughout the whole book. So. I've been reading the book of Philippians every morning. I figured, you know, as we're going through this, um, I'm preaching in a couple weeks, so I wanted to just kind of spend some time just immersing myself in the book. And so each morning I've just kind of been getting up and reading through it. If you haven't read through Philippians before, it's a short book. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to read through, but it is so rich. There's so much in there. Yeah, um, four, four chapters. How long yeah. does it take you to read? Yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. half hour? Yeah, it's not very long. Yeah. I think one of the things that I really love about it is just the encouragement that Paul provides. I mean, just throughout those four chapters, the encouragement over and over again, um, you know, doing things without grumbling, doing things in unity, uh, just a really, really powerful, powerful book. Yeah, that overall theme of joy I talked about on Sunday, humility is going to be a central theme. Mm-hmm. That even in his introduction of himself and Timothy as servants, bond servants, slaves, doulos uh, to Christ. He really sets that pattern throughout. Yeah, chapter. I think you're preaching chapter two, right? I am preaching. Or where are you? Yeah, I'm preaching chapter one, I believe, verses uh, twelve through eighteen. And then later on so in May, good. I'm preaching in chapter. Oh two. yeah, in May. All right. So it, there, yeah. it, it's entirely quote, quotable. But then also the theme of unity, koinia. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that on Sunday. That shared ministry that we're all in this together. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we bat around words like joy uh, in church, and we should be joyful in the Lord always, but that's different from happiness and circumstances. But I, I, I sense that there are also a lot of us that come to church and say, I, I don't, I'm not feeling that. I'm yeah. here. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not experiencing that joy. And so really, that's our hope is that the Lord would do a work in each of us individually and as a church to restore that that joyfulness. Absolutely. I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. We haven't talked about this particular question, but as people are preparing for their small groups, you know, we have a lot of small groups throughout the church and they're going to go through these sermon-based study guides. Um, In kind of preparation for that, we're kicking groups off on the 29th, in preparation for their small groups, how would you encourage people to prepare for that time of discussion? Is there anything, you know, maybe any questions or ideas that you would encourage people to reflect on um, just to maybe prepare their hearts and minds for that conversation? You know that's a great that's a great question on the spot. I think reading through Philippians would yeah. be a, a good place to start. But with those, with the small groups and even those that aren't sure if they're coming to small group but they're coming to church, mm-hmm. there's there's something that God's put in my heart. The idea of, of empathy is mm. so critically important. The way we connect with one another. Yeah, we can hear a message, and I've been getting great feedback, and we have about things that are happening mm-hmm. within the service. But really, it's the connection point between people in the pews or in the small groups and comes around to empathy can you really empathize are you am i really hearing what you're saying yeah and listening before i speak to really understand what's happening in your life sure and i think if we critically have that sense as we're coming back to small groups or many home groups have continued on but we're mm-hmm. reset let's have a reset have i really connected 
and listen to what is happening in the lives of those around me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, because that gets to the heart of this idea of joy, where it goes that that 18 inches from your head, head to, to the your heart. heart. Yeah, because uh, I think that we we see in Paul the most personal, the most pastoral of all of his letters is mm-hmm. tenderness, his love and affection. And my, my concern would be that we skip over those things and we sort of, okay, we get that, that's fine. Let's just get to mm-hmm. the meat of of a teaching. Like, no, no, we really need to empathize with one another. Yeah. I'm not sure how that. How, Help me out. What do you? No, I think how, that's how fantastic. Would we that? I agree. I think that's that's crucial, especially as we're talking about this idea of community. As our small groups are coming back together in these smaller communities, um, I think it's going to help a lot as in terms of wrestling with the text and having that conversation. Can you give people a preview for this Sunday? Where are we going this week? Oh well, we're going to go right into uh, Paul's prayer hmm. for uh, for the Philippians. Yeah. So he's in, he's done a little intro, and now. I want to share this prayer with you, Philippians, of how much you mean to me. And and that prayer, it's fascinating how relevant it is. Relationships. Uh, this would be the way you'd want to pray for your spouse or mm-hmm. for your kids or for your church community or for your small group. Sure. The different points we're going to cover within that uh, prayer are, are astounding. I have a question for you. I'm going to put you on the spot. Put me on the spot. Help me out. I, I want to, I, I'm, I'm going to start writing these uh, small group yeah. questions. Yeah. We want to really drill down and maybe get to that empathetic level and practical, relevant level. Mm-hmm. What kinds of questions um, resonate with you in terms of, well, let me ask it this way, the balance between getting into the text and then the, the practical. Mm-hmm. What's the percentages that when you when you put yours together? Yeah, you know, when I've spent time with our small group leaders and I've kind of reflected on preparing these study guides myself, people really seem to resonate with questions that dive into the text, something beyond just the surface level, you know, fill in the blank sort of answer. Not a rehash of the sermon. Not a rehash of the sermon. Right. People want to kind of continue the conversation, allow the, the sermon to be kind of a springboard for the small group dis- discussion. So people do want to wrestle with the text. Um, bringing in other outside resources has been really helpful for small group leaders, referencing other materials. Um, like, like, you mean like a quote? Like something? a quote, maybe okay. from something else. Okay. And uh, even, you know, we normally post our small group study guides um, sometime on Thursday. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm working on it. On Thursday? Okay. We're not there yet. We still have a couple weeks to work up to that. Um, but even referencing another book or a website, an article, something that small group leaders can kind of look at in advance, that's been really helpful. And then people really like the practical. People want to know, how can I take this text? How can I take what Paul has said to the Philippians and apply it in my own life? How can I take this idea of joy um, and incorporate it into my circumstances where perhaps I'm not feeling so joyful? Yeah. I'm struggling with yeah. that. I'm going through things. I'm having a hard time empathizing with my family members, with my coworkers, with uh, maybe people that I go to church with or people in my neighborhood, how can I take this text and really make this this real life for me? How can this become something that's real? At, um, at, at the end of the day, it's a particular kind of joy. It's a gospel joy, yeah. our identity in Christ, what God's doing in us. Paul's going to say in this passage that he's confident that uh, that what God has begun in you, He will see it to completion. So yeah. this is a work of the Lord. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. I think we'll see that fruit as we are humbly serving one another. I mm-hmm. see it even the way we connect with each other. Does everyone know that you don't have to put chairs away anymore? That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Take time yeah. to invest, to really listen to uh, your neighbor, to visitors, guests that are coming to our church. 
that's going to produce the joy. That's the yeah. secret sauce of what we're we're aiming for. Over the over the course of the last several weeks, we've been ta- talking and using this language of more God, more love, mm. more life. Mm. You know, the idea of diving. Can you say that again. More God. Yes. More love. Yes. More life. This idea yes. of gaining. Um, a deeper understanding of who God is, you know, knowing God more deeply, mm. and from that, allowing that to impact the way that we love others, you know, loving others more completely, and out of that, experiencing life more fully, you know, the joy of the Lord, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, um, and I think this book is an incredible opportunity to kind of practice that, diving into the text, allowing that to transform the way that we engage with others, and really experiencing the fruit of the Spirit, you know, the joy of the Lord, you know, the abundance of life that we have in Christ. We're going to see what I, what I predict we'll see, you and I, mm-hmm. on a Sunday. We're going to be looking at our watches and thinking, people, can you please leave now? Everyone's talking and chatting too much. That'd be a beautiful There's thing. going to be too many things like that. There's yeah. going to be spontaneous. We're having this fantastic plans for a staff and session retreat next week. Mm-hmm. We're going to see some organic home groups just saying, you know, we're going to go do this thing. We want yeah. to share and evangelize our neighborhood. And we're not even going to talk to staff about because we just have a plan that's what's going to start happening it's going to be absolutely it's going to be a little messy but it's going to be pretty exciting very exciting well i appreciate you taking the time today this is a great series i'm excited for our small groups to dive into this Um, if you're kind of on the fence about whether or not to come this week let me just answer that question for you come come be a part of it pastor pete has a great message for you um and we're excited about the direction that we're going. Pastor Pete's dancing here. He's ready for, for the next week of our, our sermon series. And we're excited for our small group. So thank you so much for listening again this week to The Pulse. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.